Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Hello! Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And we're so happy you're with us. That's right. Because I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Ah, home of The The Little Little Rascals. Rascals. Yes. And you know what today's uh, topic is? Today's show is called Who Loves You, Baby? Who Loves You, Baby? And uh, it's based and built around the idea that optimism is knowing that we are loved by God. It is the highest perspective of the facts. That's right. It's not just Pollyanna pretending to be happy. It's actually the most mature and intelligent way you can view a situation. That's right. And... uh Daryl and I can rest today because in the middle section, Laura Harvey, editor of the Daily Word, will join us to read today's Daily Word, which is optimistic. Optimistic. So there's much to be grateful for and look forward to today. Yes. And if you hear barking in the background, that's Gabby. She's very excited to be delivering the fan mail today. Yes. Yes. And we love her for it. And uh, we'll start with three breaths. We're going to jump right into three breaths. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I actually wrote an article in this week's uh, Culver City News about taking three breaths and how much how effective it is and how much we love it and how I use it with the kids in the school. And So uh, Gabby's already getting started in the background. We're not sure if you can hear her, but she's breathing wrestling, away. Wrestling through the fan letters. Yeah, going through the fan mail, and it, but we'll let her do her thing. Well, we do our three breaths. Yeah, and it's really simple because... In order to really remain optimistic, all you have to do is remember, who loves you, baby? That's right. That's You know, I just got to say this before we do our breath. That is the thing that I, I think people may not consciously realize that optimism isn't like a forced happiness. Optimism really only enters our consciousness when we surrender to the truth that God is in charge, the captain's on the bridge, and nothing is against us. Yes. Everything is for us. Life is for us. It's not against us. Yes. So then I'm my, I'm feeling much more buoyant in spirit. Right. I'm not shutting down and demagnetizing because I don't know how am I going to figure this out. And in that relaxed state, the answer comes. The situation takes yeah. its proper perspective. And that explains why pessimism is so tiring, because it takes a lot of work to fight the flow of oh the my. universe constantly. That's the best 
way I've ever heard it explained. I'm glad you said that because that's true. Pessimism feels like crap and it's exhausting because you're fighting the street. Yeah. You're swimming against the uh-huh. current. But we're going to talk so much about this yeah. stuff. So let's do our breaths. Well, we're I just want to make a note real quick because Kurt Naus, a fan out in, uh, in New York, just let us know that he says uh, he's listening in his man cave from the dumpy New York home that he is uh, and he's cold. But he says that we she, he can indeed hear Gabby. Because his dog Mario barks every time she does. Oh, perfect! All right, well, that's that, that's like a whole another interspecies audience we're tapping into right there. That's true, and we also just uh, Ed, we have Ed's proving if you Twitter us at Daryl and Ed, yeah, at Daryl and Ed, at Daryl and Ed, or if you uh, go to our Facebook fan page, which is funniest thing with Daryl and Ed on Facebook, and send us messages during the show. We'll respond. Yeah, we we were like, oh my gosh, someone else is actually listening besides us, besides and Ed's Comfort. mom and Ed's mom and my mom and dad. Yeah, on their way to the casino, most likely when they listen. <laughs> so, uh, all right, here we go. We'll take one clearing breath. Are you gonna tell them what it is? We already did. Remember? You did? Yeah, it was remember. I know. Remember was part of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now that we got that clear, Daryl is back in the loop here. Let's take yes, a breath. Ah. Remember, who loves you, baby? <laughs> Remember, who loves you, baby? Ah. Remember, who loves you, baby? Yes. Oh, I love those angels. Let's kick this off with a reading, shall we? Yeah, and you know what's good? We'll let everyone listening know that we're going to kick it off with all the reassurance why optimism is the norm. Yes. And then we're going to talk about what get, like what, what gets in the way of op- being optimistic. Yes, yes. So Eric Butterworth, as the, or the Butterball, as I like to call him sometimes, wrote in the book Celebrate Yourself on page 16. He has a, a chapter called How to Turn Your Life Around. We're just going to take a few little parts out of here. He begins by saying, if you are not happy with the things that are repeatedly happening in your life or with the direction in which you seem to be moving, you can turn it around. But first, you must understand that it is your life, that you live in a world of your own thoughts and that you can change your life by altering your thoughts whenever you really want to do so. He goes on to say, Jesus said, in the world you have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And that's from John 16, 33. He says, I have overcome the world, meanings get, means getting into a higher level of consciousness, experiencing freedom from the limit, limited cycle of causation. And then later on in the book, on page 77, he says that they are go or he quotes the Bible saying, go into all the world and preach the gospel. However, Jesus also said, I, when I am lifted up, will draw all men to myself. And what Daryl and I really like is what he says here. Become a center of love. You will become a positive influence in your community. But more important, you will be centered in a circle of protection. In this awareness, no harm can befall you for anyone coming into your space is lifted into the aura of your consciousness. Ooh, I want to comment on that, but I also want to hit it home with these few readings from You Unlimited by Norman Lund. And all these books are on our Goodreads list at goodreads.com. Just put in the search word, Daryl and Ed. Yes. And this just reinforces why optimism and optimistic outlook is really what God intends. Right. So Butterworth said, basically, your, your thoughts can turn your life around if it's going in a negative direction, and that the goal is to uplift yourself so that you become a center of love. Which is exciting because it lets us know there's really nothing, no difficulties, and nothing to deal with but our own thoughts. Right. Just hearing that lightens my load and makes me optimistic. Yes. And now we'll just reinforce it with this, which is letting us know that God is on our side. And this says, the Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. And that's from Psalm 138, 8. 
And it also says life is for you and never against you. There is no power in the universe that opposes your good. This definitely indicates that there is nothing in nature that opposes your well-being. On the contrary, it is natural for things to grow and expand. You see this tendency all around you. In spite of your dissatisfaction with what your life has demonstrated so far, there is nothing opposing your good, nothing opposing your health, nothing opposing the increase of your finances, nothing opposing complete harmony in your life. You can believe this. Life is for you and not against you. And what I want to hit on from that Butterworth thing is is really what Ed and I have found is the biggest obstacle to feeling and expressing, which is the key part, optimism. Because in there it said, go out and spread the gospel. And growing up, I used to hear that and go, ooh, that means be a Jesus freak or you know what I mean? Or hand out pamphlets or talk about the Bible. Yes. But what it really means, the word gospel just means it's from it's from a Latin word, which basically just means good news. Good news. And it means share the great news, my enthusiasm for life, that, wow, it's not what I thought it was. Life yes. does not have to be endured or I don't have to figure out how to manage it. But what happens when I feel optimistic, that optimistic, and I'm around others? Yes. I tend to feel a little bit of shame. Well, maybe I shouldn't um, let them know how excited I am about how my life is, because what if they're suffering right now? Yeah. Or or what about all those people out there in the world who are in jail or who are experiencing this or that? And we start. So, yeah, we hold in. uh, we, We can at those moments, we can actually hold in our own good, thinking that somehow we'll be offensive or. Well, yeah, two things happened. One, this morning I was on Facebook, and there's a lot of comments, you know, just naturally, human nature, to say, oh, boy, here's, this is happening. <laughs> Figures, you know, of yeah. course. And then the, 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 the inclination is to dive in and go, oh, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Did you hear yes. about this? And I'm talking about just, just negative, general negativity, nothing yes. horrible, and we're all guilty of it. But it's not really... When you understand what the why we do it, it's because it's almost like I don't have to feel bad when I'm, you know, doing negative chatter with somebody or commiserating. Yeah. Because then I really don't have to feel guilty about the good in my life. Mm. And this sounds absurd, but I'm sure if you all think about it, matter of fact, I, and this is the other incident that happened. I was up on my walk on the hill. And this particular day, there was a long line for the ladies' room, which there never is, and no line for the men's room. And I know yes. ladies out there, I'm, I know this is common at every nightclub in town. Right. So let me just tell you what I experienced. I go to go to use the restroom, and I see this line of ladies in their gym outfits, you know, waiting to go in with kind of like, oh, boy. And there's no line for the men's. And I actually felt like I had to turn down my enthusiasm and act a little bit like, you know what I mean? Like I'm yes. not, I, I didn't want to be like, wow, it's wide open for me yeah. because that's disrespectful. Right. But this is the same shame that I used to feel on the opposite end of the spectrum as when I was a kid and used to be embarrassed about, you know, my family or whatever. Yes. I don't want to let them know these terrible things going on in my household. Right. Because, you know, you know what I mean? And now yes. I'm doing it on the, and this is ridiculous. Right. Right. I know, and it's funny because if, if when we actually when I'm in a really optimistic, joyful place, if I pass people that are waiting in line, I'll strike up, I'll make a joke, I'll yeah, strike up a, conver- a conversation or a quick one, and yeah, and it'll actually release some of their suffering as well. Yes, yes, and that's the that's that's the key to remember that uh, feel me feeling guilty is not helping anyone. I've done work with uh, women in a maximum security prison before, and. Actually, sharing love and joy and enthusiasm together, which they had so much to share. When I actually didn't see them, when I re- after you know we were there for three days, after a very short time, I realized that they are not victims. And the best part was through the stuff work we were doing with them, they realized they were not victims, and they had so much joy and wisdom and insight to share with me that I would have missed if I would have just kept viewing them as victims. That's right. And we both were talking about this the other day. It takes a lot of work to end up in jail. Right. 
I mean, it takes a lot of swimming against the current. Yeah. So when we talk to people, when we meet people in these situations, it's not that we like, oh, I better act because they'd probably hate me because I'm free and I'm not in right. here. Instead of that, we should just light light up their pilot light, turn up their pilot light yes. like you did. Yeah. And then we all feel that freedom and that enthusiasm, yeah. you know, which elevates all of us. And, it, and that's where love really happens. It's this... It's this guilt I feel, yeah. so I better downplay it. And then they pick up on that wormy, I'm downplaying yeah. it. So they actually, the amplifying of them thinking, what does he know? He's free. Yeah. He's not in here. Gets turned up. Oh, my gosh, and it's, yes. And we're doing it because we think that's the respectful thing to do, but it's disrespectful. Yeah, because we talked about this. What happens if I, like, see someone as a victim and, like, think that I'm respecting them by honoring them as such? I'm really affirming the negative as if that's what's real. And I think in the past I was afraid to go back to that place where I just feel like a kid. And I know that the good is what is real. And there's so much of it. When I open up to it, it's everywhere. It is everywhere. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. Um, what just happened this week um, for me uh-huh. was uh, we had Steve Chandler on the show last week. Yes. You know, Fortune 500 ex- former executive, who the guy responsible for Tostito scoops of all things, which everyone's going to have out this Sunday for the Super Bowl. Right. So he's like, I think of, I put him in an elevated position in my mind as yeah. compared to me. Just, you know, naturally, not really, but kind of. That's all, That episode is called Love or Nothing, by the way. You should check it out on the archive. It is awesome. And he's yeah. a great guy. So anyway, after the show, you know, after that, that weekend, he had, he had owned a copy of my book, What If God's just wanted a hug but it was that weekend he actually read it and then i get this wonderful message from him saying that he woke up at 4 30 in the morning on fire after reading my book yes because he had been putting together what he a book he wanted to write but it just seemed so insurmountable over the course of a year yes over the course of a year that uh he's just kept putting it off putting it off and then after reading what if godzilla just wanted a hug it all came together. He was so enthusiastic. He realized, this is it. Just be open, honest, and share from love. And he said, my whole, his whole outline of his book, he scratched out at 4.30 in the morning. Yes. And he thanked me profusely. That was great. But it's funny. I wanted to share that. I told you about it. And I wanted to share it with all my friends on Facebook. Yeah. And that's when the problem started. <laughs> because now I started thinking, I can't share this because that's people won't like me. You know, right. it was crazy. Yeah. Like, I should hide this or not. If they find out about it, that's okay. But I should never share it. Yeah, because you're telling me you don't want to sound like you're boasting or, or bragging. Like, or like, you know, we know some entrepreneurs that tend to always, and a client of mine said this. And, you know, under that right. phony guise of, I'm, oh, shucks, I'm so honored to have this, my client. Right. Do it. And it kind of feels well, kind of yucky. That's like using the, that kind of uh the that um good thing that happened is like just the the underlying motivation feels like it's just an ad for yes. the business rather yes. than like a sincere oh my goodness look how yes. amazing this stuff is so i felt so conflicted and then i talked with you about it and that's when i remembered that um wait a minute if i share this with my friends on facebook just like i'm sharing it with one person I think we've got like three minutes left in the segment, so I got time to say it. But oh, one minute left in the segment. We've got the one finger from Jeff, from Jeff, our engineer. And the thing is, this I just I go if I was just sharing this with my friends, I would just share it and tell you know, be honest, just say, hey, I can't believe this happened. Yes. It's so exciting. You do that all the time. Yeah, I do that all the time to inspire others too to lift people up. Yeah, say, look, we can all do this. I shared it on Facebook. I put on my pull-ups. I'm a big kid now. Yes. And it went to the roof. Like 120-something of my friends liked it. And we had all this positive commentary. Right. And I still felt a little like, ooh. But finally, I just accepted it all. And I was like, oh, my God. No more holding back. Yes. My enthusiasm for living. Yes. like, And that's the thing that you read in Butterworth, which is, let the light shine so brightly that yeah. you will lift others up with you. Yes. Don't bring myself down because I right. feel disrespectful or embarrassed. Yeah. That's gross. At moments like that, I heard it said very well, very quickly was, 
If you feel those thoughts, you hear yourself like shrinking when something good happens, just take a moment and say, what am I thinking right now? Where is the unworthiness? And then just forgive yourself. Forgive it. Let it go and get right back into the flow. So coming up next, Daily Word editor and Daily Word editor. I wrote that twice. Funniest thing regular is what I meant to you say. You need an editor. I know. <laughs> we need a funniest thing editor. Laura Harvey will join us to read the Daily Word, which is optimistic, and I know it's going to be great. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. takes you to power unity online radio if you'd like to make a positive difference in the world you can by contributing to this global ministry unity online radio relies on listener support to broadcast the messages of unity to an awakening world to contribute visit www.unity.fm and click on donate now of spiritually conscious living start now for a time-tested method to live with purpose and release your infinite potential tune in to the yoga hour living the eternal way with yogacharya ellen grace o'brien every thursday morning at 10 a.m central 8 a.m pacific only on unity online radio the voice of an awakening world Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. All right, welcome back to Funniest Thing. Today's show is called Who Loves loves You, Baby? And at the break, you know, the best thought occurred to me because we were talking about we really we love optimism. Yes. And then we wanted to shine light on some of the things that sometimes get in the way. Yes. Of it. And one of those things is guilty because how can I feel guilty? How can I feel so good? And with with the world being that what it is right now or whatever it is, these people in these rooms suffering or. And, you know, I was just thinking the only way we're going to resolve any of that stuff is to be ridiculously optimistic or like children, like Jesus would say, or, you know, we have to be, I I have to be joyfully childlike and just on fire with enthusiasm in order to clear that stuff up. Well, and it's easy to be enthusiastic when you surrender to the fact that yes. this is a lo- the truth is it's a loving, orderly universe. Even yes. Einstein said that. Yeah. It's not like we meditate and we create this little fantasy land that we go into. And once we realize we're in that fantasy land, things get better. 
No, we sit down and we breathe for 15 minutes without thinking the crap that we were thinking. And He's we also we wake up and realize, oh, my gosh, this is so much better than what I was thinking it was. And that is where I get the most optimism from. Right. The truth. The truth. <laughs> oh, man. Who would have thought? So before we go too much further, this before is, we go, and I'm, I, uh, you're on it's fire. It's all starting to hit me wow. now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it took a while for the coffee to hit, but usually by the second half, Ed comes alive. We call it going into Lincoln's <laughs> cabin. So I'm going into Lincoln's cabin with you, and we want to thank our listeners while I'm here. Yes, because without you, oh my goodness, it would just be me, Ed, and our psychiatrist. Yeah. Who we're going to thank now, the engineer, Jeff Comfort. Yes, because every week, Jeff Comfort takes us. Right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Mm, I love that. You, let me get that one more time because Daryl didn't have a lot of enthusiasm. Because every week he takes me right into the comfort zone. Yeah. Oh, he, wait. Dude, he crashed the plane. Man. He's gone. He's dirty. Whoa! Thank you, thank you, dude. I'm just trying to get there to loosen his jaw and dance like a silly man. So uh, that's our chief. Ex- well, that's, thank there you. he goes again. Thank that's our you. chief engineer, Jeff Comfort, who doesn't just make our show sound great, but all the shows, all the shows on Unity Online Radio. Yes, without Jeff and without the listeners, it would just be funniest thing with only Daryl and Ed. Yes, and that was that was not as much fun. So let's shout out to the prayer line. That's right. You know why? In the morning I wake up before Daryl puts on his makeup. I say a little prayer for you. Forever and And ever you'll be in our heart and we will love you. Yeah. (laughs) All right. And the prayer line is 800-NOW-PRAY or 1-800-669-7729. Yes. And this will help you feel optimistic. Oh my if gosh, you're yes. feeling overwhelmed with anything, a physical ailment yeah. or a financial situation, yes. or just feeling just depressed and you don't know why, call the prayer line. There's something about reaching out and making that call as hard as it is to do, you know, yeah. even for us guys, especially for us guys. But once you do and you hear the other person yeah. pick up and they simply say, how can we, hello, how can yeah, we pray yeah, with yeah. you? Automatically, I start feeling peace come yeah. over me. And I already feel the assurance right. that I'm heading back in the right direction. Yes, and the optimism comes quickly. So we also want to thank our sponsor, who is iItaly, the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian-Americans. You can visit them online at i-italy.org. That's right, because we're both Italian. That's right. Believe it or not, <laughs> Bia Jordi and Fazzaro are here each week. So, And now, for the moment you've all been waiting for, the Daily Word, our favorite magazine. We love it because it's not, not just for little old ladies. Go, Granny, go, Granny, go, Granny, go. Yeah. And today we have Laura Harvey, editor of the Daily Word. We do. Hello, Laura. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. Hey, thank you for coming. We're happy to have you back. I got to tell you one thing, Laura. This month's Daily Word, and you can thank everyone who works on it with you, Yeah, that it has just been so mm-hmm. fantastic. I yes. can't think of another word. It's just been so uplifting. and Well, they always kind of fit perfectly with whatever I'm going through totally. magically. Mm-hmm. And today's word, optimistic, because me and Ed cheat, and we always look at the Wednesday ahead. Yes. So this word has really created such healing. I know in my life, for physical things, emotional, I mean, it's really been transformative to understand optimism and actually discover how almost embarrassed I am at times to be overly optimistic and how ridiculous that is. I have thought that same thing before. It's almost like you got to have a little courage to be vulnerable, to say, you know what? I'm looking at this from a positive perspective. You yeah. know, I think there's underlying truth going on here, and I'm not going to pay attention to what everybody else says. Yes. yes. And then actually, then they come around. Yeah, oh they God. do. I mean, yes. then they're like, then they become actually sincerely grateful that you held that optimistic position. Yes. Just quickly, I was talking to a friend after surfing last night. He's a journalist, and we were in the parking lot of uh, the beach where the ocean where we surf. And 
we start talking. He started talking about something about education and the workforce, and all of a sudden, I started saying this negative stuff about that's why this is why education doesn't work. Blah blah blah. And I started listening to myself, and my spirit felt like it was leaving my body. I could barely like my breath was getting shallow, and I said, "Why am I saying this? This is so not what my experience is anymore." So. Because I'm, I, I actually work for a public school district. They hire me to basically be their spiritual advisor for their kids. They don't call it that. I'm the inclusion specialist. But so I took that pause and I said that to my friend. I said, you know what? I don't know why we're even saying this. You got a good job. I got a great job with a public school system that's hired me to do this. Quickly, the, the, the energy returned to our conversation. The vibration started to go up. We started talking about meditation. I started, he started telling me, Oh, I want to meditate, but I don't know if I could sit for two hours. And I said, Dude, all you need is 15 minutes in a chair, just or five minutes in a chair, just breathing and just let go of whatever you're thinking. Just sit there and breathe. And he said, You know what? I think I'm going to go home and try that. And that was, I mean, in the past, if we hadn't been thinking about optimism, I, I wouldn't have known, recognized how quickly I was being pessimistic just because it felt like, yeah, this sounds like this feels like a right thing to say right now. It's this underlying BS guilt, yeah, that we all have because we all deep down know this is freaking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> right. So if we deep down they get overwhelmed. Oh no! Well, wait a minute. Better hide that. And then we start commiserating. Then we feel terrible yeah, when yeah. we commiserate and justify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the- then we usually leave it. But it That's was awesome right. what you did. You switched it. You said, no, yes. I'm going to stop right here. I'm going to change this energy. And then you had ended yes. up having another conversation on top of it, you know, yeah. that just built him up and built you up. So yeah. I mean, we've got to, to make that change. We've got to take yeah. that action. Yes. Yeah. And that's the greatest thing. Like in Eric Butler was reading out that we – we have the choice. It's our own thoughts. Dude, I would have. The other thing is, if I would have left it on a negative note, I would have, one, felt like I was less than him. That's what I used to feel like in the past. Two, I would have resented him and blamed him for the negative turn the conversation took. But as a result of, of doing that switch, I love that fella. I remembered how much I love that guy, how much we have in common. It was oh awesome. My God. This word has blown mine and Ed's mind. I was at a meeting yesterday, and I didn't want to go. I was invited to go by a friend of mine. I went anyway. I'm going, this is a little, like, I'm just thinking it's going to anticipate. Because they usually talk very negative in there. But I went anyway. But because this word has been on my mind so much, I ended up thinking all these optimistic thoughts. I didn't even hear whatever the negative chit-chat was. The only good stuff I heard came in. And afterwards, I was on fire and I loved everybody there. I was like, I'll see you later. And these were people that before the meeting was like, oh, no, not this guy. Oh, not Hammerhead Henry. Yes. Oh, no, there's Lazy Leon. Yeah. Oh, right. And then afterwards, I'm like, Lazy Leon, yeah. Yeah. I love you. You're so lazy. <laughs> know, it's incredible. How do you do it? Dude, it was awesome. Yes. It's um, it's amazing. And I was just thinking, this word optimism is like the word optimize, which is to optimize my experience. And I had never thought of that until right That's now. That's cool. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So we, I guess we should let Laura read. We're so should on, I read it? We're yeah. so optimistic. Right now. <laughs> we're so optimistic. We can't stand it. <laughs> All right. January 29th, um, Wednesday. Optimistic. I, I anticipate God's good. That's our affirmation. I anticipate God's good. Mm. Like the birds singing before dawn, I anticipate the good at hand. As I go about my daily routine, I expect the best. I maintain my awareness of the Christ presence at the core of my being. I acknowledge the same spark of divinity in everyone I meet. I look for the blessing in every situation. Even challenges motivate me to bring forward my best self. In God, it is all good. I am centered, optimistic, and I radiate a positive attitude. Christ in me is my hope, resource, and foundation. I live joyously and confidently. As the day comes to a close, I give thanks for lessons learned, for love shared, and for the anticipation of new days to come. From Hebrews 6.19, we have this hope, a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. Mm. Wow. That's good stuff. Yes. I was thinking about the part about the, um, because it brings me into the simplicity, too, of just, you know, my daily routine. 
And it was funny, a perfect reading just popped up. Just this one line from the book Touchstones. It's a daily meditation book for men. It's also on our Goodreads list. And it said, I will think about the tasks and rewards of this day and trust the future for what is unanswered. And, you know, I get very enthusiastic just over doing that. I mean, Ed knows I have my little to-do list mm-hmm. and I call it God's, my guess, my best guess at what God's will is for me today. Mm-hmm. And if things get crossed off, great. And then sometimes it goes in a different direction. And I could allow it. Yeah. And that alone keeps me optimistic, you know, just for the day. Yes. And that's enough. Yes. You know, because once I start going further out, yes, that's when it gets a little scary. Yes. And we don't need to go further out. No. I don't belong any further out than just this moment, just this day, or just this next right thing. Yeah, the only time it's safe to go further out is if you already got a good head of optimistic steam going. That's right. Then you can sit and daydream on how good things are going to go. Until it's done, you know, until it's yeah. not feeling good anymore. Right. And it's good to remember on. that all these things are put together. Like it says, I'm centered, I'm optimistic, I radiate a positive. Uh. So all these things are, are, you know, play off of each other, you know, remaining yes. in the truth and remember to be centered and all right. that kind of stuff. Just it all plays together to just sort of bring us up, rise us yes. up, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And it talks about there's a there's this changeless element to it that we, we talk about in this whole thing that we return to sort of this changeless good. And then the message verse comes from Hebrews six seventeen through 19, a little bit longer than the daily word. But it says, when God wanted to guarantee his promises, he gave his word, a rock solid guarantee. God cannot break his word. And because his word cannot change, the promise is likewise unchangeable. It's an unbreakable spiritual lifeline reaching past all appearances right to the very presence of God. Yes. So that, I got to tell you this thing, that reading you just read from the message, that helped clear my brain because I'm always, I suffer, you know, throughout my life, I've suffered from extreme physical pain in my joints, right? It's a arthritis condition, arthritic, and I got a bat on my elbow now. But during my walk today, I was thinking, and that's why I do my walk, to affirm life, right? Yes. But then I realized, we were talking, I go, Ed, I know why my elbow is killing me today. It finally hit me. It's because all my life, since I've discovered unity, and since everything is really improved with this new outlook, this higher perspective, I've always felt a little bit guilty about mm-hmm. it with my other fr- with my friends, like, who go, yeah, well, that's lucky for you, Fizarro. Everything you touch turns to gold. Some of us don't have it that easy. And then part of me goes, well, wait a minute. I don't have it that easy. You know, and, I, and then that shrinks me. But I have the same life they have. They're choosing to look at their life from an unhealthy perspective. I don't need to feel guilty and that's bring right. myself down. That's right. And the way I do that, I believe subconsciously, is by holding on to this pain because then in my subconscious I go, well, no, you are okay for you to be happy and have all this good because look at you suffer from this severe pain all the time. Right. But so I started changing that thought on the hill today. I couldn't even move my arm this morning. Lori goes, you better go see the doctor. I mean, she was, and I cannot believe I was, I woke up like four times in the middle of the night. It was so bad. Right. And after I had the discussion with Ed and I really swallowed that. You know, truth. Yes. It's like, oh my God, these outbreaks would happen during every great thing I had. Yeah. Right after the, um, I would do my performances in the basement and get a positive mm-hmm, review. Mm-hmm. Boom, I have severe gout outbreak. Yeah. My trip with my brother had this loving experience. Yes. Boom, he had to carry me. I couldn't even walk. The gout was so bad. It's like I subconsciously, to justify my good life yes. and these good things, I have to prove, well, I deserve it because I suffer. Yes. And now I don't need to do that. Yes. I know. Yeah. Using pain as a way to avoid being super vulnerable or open to that loving flow yes. is something I was just thinking about it from my own past when I was in the shower today. It's so funny that you say that. It's good. I mean, it's just the awareness because it's like we, we are, we say we're co-creators, but yet we want to deny our part in the co-creation. Yes. <laughs> and I know it's hard. We don't want to act like we're all, you know, yes. whatever, like we got it all figured out. But it's it's good then you have to be humble, you know, and you have to, and you yeah. don't want to ever have it come out like you're blaming the other person for their troubles. I mean, no. that's not true either. But it's just like, just look at it openly and honestly and say, hey, yes. I'm, I'm, 
I'm trying to make this better, you know. I'm yes. Not the best. Yes. And yes. And I, you know, and whatever I, happens. And I think you hit it all. I think optimism really is a, a form of humility. Right. Because I can't yes. really be optimistic until I let go of my self will yes. and my self determination. Just go. And just surrender to the idea that there's a loving God in charge. And from that point, I tend to be very sincere in my optimism. And it's, dude, it's not like, I mean, for me, I'll sit there. And if I, once I relax, I do the meditation. I, what what the beauty is the optimism comes from really all of a sudden I start to remember all the good things that happened that day. I mean, this is, it's real. I realized what I was, what I was looking at through that negative lens is not even accurate, really, when it comes down to it. And I start to remember all the good that happened to me. And it, within a matter of minutes, my whole mood changes. And it's, it, it feels so, it's such a relief. I'm so grateful for that. Well, it's all about choice. we got a million choices of what we can focus on. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of things. <laughs> and yes. a number of things. I'm going to choose this one. I'm going to choose to be optimistic. Yeah. I'm going to choose to look for the good. Why not? That's and we have, well, and we. Yes. So why not focus on what's going good? And I, you know, and we do that for the most part. And then all of a sudden, oh no, people aren't going to like me because all this good in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that part is getting swooped to the side. Yes. Because when I'm really optimistic, I am coming from a humble place. It is sincere. And just like that Facebook post that turned out unbelievably striking a chord that I spoke of earlier, because it came from that humble place, which I would have never been able to share anything like that before. Yeah. Because I'd be all messed up in my head going, no, don't do that because you won't be like. I am glad you did. And Laura, we are glad you came on today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Love to see you guys. Yeah, yeah we'll we, you again. we love you. We do love you. And uh, coming up after the break, we got the joke of the day, some funniest things, and more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or a friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how 
each week on The Intentional Spirit. Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Who loves you, baby? Yeah. That's the topic of today's show. Welcome back to Funniest Thing. We're glad you stuck around for the third segment. Yeah, we're grateful that we had Laura Harvey on in the second segment. She always brings such good insight. And today's uh, adventure broadcast and broadcasting was all about optimism. Yes. So if you haven't listened to the entire show, we really suggest the first two segments are awesomely optimistic. Yes, yes. So we got a quick reading here from uh, Around the Year with Emmett Fox, which is on our Goodreads list. And uh, today's is actually from today. And it lit me up really optimistically when I read it because I was in the shower and all of a sudden I said, ding, I got to say this. This one is called The Law of Growth. And it says, what you think upon grows. What you think upon grows. Whatever you allow to occupy your mind, you magnify in your own life. Whether the subject of your thought be good or bad, the law works and the condition grows. The more you think of the good fortune you have had, the more good fortune will come to you. Yes. And now, I've heard this. The Secret talked about All these things talked about it. I know I, what you're going to talk about, but you did say something in the last segment. I just go ahead. Yeah, share. yeah, yeah. When you brought up about going through your day and just reminding yourself of the good things that, yes. the, that actually really did happen, I just got to say, if no one's tried this or our listeners haven't, Ed's talking about, you know, some people call it a gratitude list. Yes. And it is the quickest yes, way mm-hmm. to get my mind right back into the alignment with what is true. Because yeah. the gratitude list is an account of the facts. Right. And if you're not, if you haven't tried it yet or you haven't tried like just sitting in a chair and meditating, believe me, if I don't, before I sit and meditate or before I do the list, my mind tells me it's not going to work. Like I was, my, I was talking to my wife and she said something about paralyzing fear. And I just told Daryl, I said, Daryl and I have paralyzing fear. We just don't let it paralyze us. We True. just pat it on the head and say, all right. And we show it the facts, we which is our hug. gratitude list. Yeah, that's no, the no, whole. Look, here you go. Exactly. That, that is a tool to be a firm and loving parent with your own little kid on the inside. And uh, so real quick, one day we were walking down the hill and the moon was up. Giant, full moon. Oh, we my were, God. It looked, it looked like it was the size of a dinner plate. Yeah. So, and you may have experienced it. So I said, Daryl, take a picture of that. So he took a picture of it, and we looked at the picture, and it looked like the tiny pinprick. You almost, you couldn't even almost tell what it was in the camera, in the, in the iPhone. Yeah, yeah it's this tiny little dot. And I said, Daryl, why is that? And then you told me what happens when you look at something. You don't realize it, but your brain actually magnifies whatever it is you're focusing on, and yes. that's why. I mean, it doesn't make it unrealistic. But it brings it into such focus yeah. and it shuts out the unnecessary things that it really has this right. realistically unrealistic yeah. look. So looking at an iPhone is like looking at your my visual field without that magnification. Now all of a sudden it's just how everything. big as big, you know, how in big relationship it, to everything yeah. else. So now like it helped me so much to realize what people mean when they say, like, whatever you focus on grows. Because I see it. I, you can try it. Sit around a room, look at what you're looking at, and notice how much bigger it looks in your visual field when you look at it. And then take a picture with uh-huh. your iPhone, and you'll see, wait a minute, why does it look so small? I'm sitting the same distance yes. from this object. Yeah. It's because in the iPhone, you see everything that your mind kind of blanks out while it's focusing in on yeah. and magnifying the one item you're looking and, at. You know, and, you, and today I woke up and I meditated and I had you know, many people experience this. I had this good feeling that was going. I could feel that. And then I could feel all this chatter that felt bad. So today, because applying that same principle to the mental realm, all I did, I didn't even th- focus on the thoughts. I just focused on, I want that feeling to grow. Yes. And I just focused right where that feeling was. And more of that feeling started coming. More thoughts started coming. And my theme of my day was, uh, it ain't nothing but a party, y'all. Some kind of P-Funk song I heard a long time ago. <laughs> but I kept saying it to myself, this is just a party. All day today, 
this is just a party because that's the way that feeling felt and it magnified and I felt like I was living in a party all day. And then everything that occurs in the day that's actually work-related has such a lighter, healthier and free-flowing and successful outcome. Oh, my God. Because of that. That is the key. And um, so we're talking about staying light and easy. Why don't we do our joke the joke of the, of the day. day? Okay, so how about you do the voice of the husband, which oh, is simply okay. the last line. <laughs> okay, I can do that. Okay, we love this. This is right up our alley. So an elderly couple was attending church services. About halfway through, the woman leans over and says to her husband, I just let out a silent fart. What do you think I should do? He replies, Put a new battery in your hearing aid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what do I hear in the distance? We've heard her all throughout the show. I know she was getting ready. It's out there somewhere. Take that one. She didn't want to give that up, so it must be a good one. Yes. She wanted to read it herself, but we haven't really practiced that yet. She doesn't really know English. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Barkanese. So uh, this one comes from actually an old student of mine who now is in uh, – I met her when she was like a freshman in high school. She's now 20 years old, and she comes from Culver City, and her name is Alina Parvez. And she said, you just made me realize how to see the good and not the bad. I know this is such a random text. I got it through the text, but there's a point to why I bring that up. And uh, some of you know I write uh, newspaper articles based on what Daryl and I talk about here and what I do in the district. And she said, I'm sure you've seen the couple of posts that I have written on Facebook this past week about my friend who passed away. And this was a young man who she was close with. And it says, well, for the past week, all I've been saying to myself is why him? He was such a good person, so young. Well, you get the picture. I just read your Tapping into Genius article that you wrote about Jen's grandmother. My my wife's grandmother passed away not long ago. And it made me turn around with saying, I should see how many hearts he has touched in his 20 years of life that he had. It says how big of an impact he was to all of his friends and family. Yes. Taking a healthier perspective. The optimistic view is the highest perspective of the facts and what do you think is more healing this thought or when my father died I was at the funeral right and I actually felt relief because he had suffered for many years but then at the funeral I actually felt guilty about being enthusiastic Mm -hmm. about his life and then the peace now that he was free from this pain and suffering so I looked around and I go oh I better act morose because if I act happy or smile they're not, I'm, I mean, that's not, that'll be seen as disrespecting my father's life or something yes. absurd. Can, can I share with you now that my, my funniest thing, then we'll do your funniest thing, because it goes right into this. I was talking to my mother on the phone, her and my father, who are big fans of the show. Hello, mom and dad. We love you. Uh, they're driving to the casino. They love to go there. They're not, don't get me wrong. They're not like compulsive gamblers, or, but they like put, take a little money. They that's put, all right if they are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Totally. As long as they're optimistic. And they're happy. Totally. And they're happy. And they've earned the right to be as compulsive gambler as they want to be, to be honest. They're great people. They're driving down there. We're having this conversation. And it was the anniversary of my grandfather's passing some 24 years ago. And this is your mother's father. My mother's father, who I grew up with till I was 15. And she loves crazy. Yeah. And I love crazy. And he reminds me of you sometimes. You remind me of him sometimes, which is a compliment. A younger version. A much younger version, yeah, of course. So... Anyway, so we were talking about that, and I had heard something. I, was, I listened to these Abraham Hicks recordings sometimes. That's where I heard this, I'll be honest. And uh, they said, and I, I was talking about this with my mother, that oftentimes when we think of someone who has died or passed on, and we, we were thinking about them, one way of looking at it, one way that seems so much more real to me is whenever I'm thinking of my grandfather, Pop, he, it's because he was thinking of me at that moment. Right. We think we were thinking of them, 
but it's because they were thinking of us first. Wow, don't say, I like that. Yeah, and it brings me such joy because lately I've really been accepting that they are still alive. Not only they're alive, but they are cheerleaders for me. They are helping me out and they are loving me. Yeah, and uh, so I was talking. We were talking about Pop, and I just knew. I said, "Mom." I know he's with you today, and we both agreed, and I, I had a feeling my mother was hoping they would win a little money so they could go away to Las Vegas for their anniversary. I was like, I know you're going to win today, right? So right then, we both agreed. I looked down on my desk. Daryl had given me a book. One of the pictures in that corner of that book, again, this is my grandfather. We called him Pop. I looked down at that book. The only thing exposed on that book a big orange star in the background. It said pop. Right, like cartoon. Like pop. Yeah, like pop. It was right there. And I, my heart was so open. I told my mom about it. Needless to say, 10.30, several hours later, I got an email from her with a picture of the slot machine screen. They won the jackpot. The jackpot. I mean, a, a good chunk like of money, like $1,400. Over yeah, four. that's And amazing. so they're going to go to... Vegas uh, for their anniversary, and we wish you a happy anniversary, and we love you. Well, courtesy of Pop. And that's another thing to be optimistic is the yes. fact yes. that once we're on the other side, we start realizing, wow, geez, why wasn't I, why wasn't I more optimistic? Yes. And I think those spirits in our, that comes to remind us, come on, yeah. guys, be optimistic. Don't take this too seriously. Right. I'm sorry, I, didn't, I, didn't, yes. I wasn't lighter in my spirit. It's like the universe is it's, it's pulling for us, you know. Yes. Like last week, with what happened with Steve Chandler and another oh one of God. our listeners. Here's another funniest thing: uh, Steve Chandler, our guest from last week, a Fortune 500 uh, CEO, and he was skyping in, by the way, from the same island where where uh, Bill Gates lives, up in Seattle, up yes. off Washington's coast. And another fan of ours got in touch with us through message to get in touch with Steve. And it's Eric V, who yes. I guess is also one of these Fortune 500 guys. Now the two of them are working together. Yes. And, and this wasn't like he, Steve Chandler. We weren't. I mean, he's not a coaching programmer. He's yes. just a regular guy who lives with these spiritual principles. That's right. why we had him on the show, because he loves it. But the two of them connected and they're both like. Best buds now. It's amazing. Yeah, through some show on Unity Online Radio. And we can't even believe people of that caliber listen to us knuckleheads. I know. It's amazing. It's so inspiring. We're thankful for both of you. And you know, Daryl, I have one more funniest thing. Oh, yeah. What's that? Well, you know what happened? I was driving and I asked God, give me some options for today's show. And what happened? Well, I turned to page 95.5 on my in-dash hymnal. Oh, yeah. The radio. Yes. yes. (laughs) And I heard a choir of angels sing. Just hold on loosely, don't let go, if you cling too tightly, yeah, you're gonna lose control, control. yeah. Whoa. Daryl and Ed need someone to believe in, and at least three breaths to breathe in, yeah, we love Jeff Comfort and 38 Special. Subscribe to Funniest Thing Podcast on iTunes. It's easy. Just go to the iTunes store or the iTunes app on your phone. We love to hear from you. Send all of your stories, comments, suggestions to Funniest Thing at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Follow us on Twitter at Daryl and Ed. And find the Funniest Thing fan page on Facebook and like us. Thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards.
God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. In quiet moments of prayer, let go of any concern. Anchor your trust deep in the realization that with God all things are possible. Never doubt it for a single moment. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. 